It's good to have you here for the conversation. A lot of important conversations uh, to discuss going on. You know, we've been seeing a lot of corporations uh, go woke recently. But we've also seen a lot of other things happen recently. Uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter. John Stewart found out nobody likes his show, or him for that matter. CNN Plus died. Joe Rogan picked up 2 million new subscribers. Jamel Hill, she failed again. Spotify dropped Michelle Obama. Netflix dumped both Barack and Michelle. So there are changes coming. The narrative has changed. Did Elon Musk really affect that much change? Um, well, there's part of it. We've got that going on. So anyhow. Uh, meanwhile, Jacob Fish, Deputy Director of Americans for Prosperity, uh, looking at Virginia. Jacob, good to have you here. Good to be on. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm good. And, and I and I laid that groundwork because it seems that people are allowed to speak again in America. It's an unusual thing. Uh, people in Virginia learned that last fall, that all of a sudden they could be heard again. And part of that is transforming the educational system, allowing parents to be heard again, to say, wait a second, we want to be involved here. There just seems to be a sea change in a variety of places around us. Do you agree? Yeah, you know, I, as you mentioned, you know, I'm the deputy state director with Americans for Prosperity Virginia. For anyone who's not aware of the work that we do, uh, we're a nonpartisan organization that focuses on being able to empower community leaders to be able to work with legislators on the issues they care most about. And as you mentioned, everyone has a voice, and we want to make sure that they're able to leverage that on the issues they care the most about. We know at the end of last year, what we saw with, with Governor Youngkin's race, which is one of the candidates that we endorsed at the end of 2022, is that education was the paramount issue when it came to the election. And so as we came into this year, one of the big opportunities that we knew we would have is around education reform and allowing to for parents to have as much control over their child's education opportunity as possible. Yeah. You, you know, here, here, everybody does have a voice. Everybody, at least that's the way it's supposed to be, right? But it hasn't been that way for a long time. And, and Virginia really tore back that curtain and said, listen, listen, we need to have parents represented. And parents, I believe, are the driving force, not just in, in Virginia where you are, but all over this country now. Because they want a place at the table, and, well, after all, it is their kids, isn't it? 100%. You know, one of the things that we're blessed with here in the Commonwealth of Virginia is we actually have really amazing schools. You look at northern Virginia, where I'm at right now in Arlington, they have some of the greatest schools in the country. I had an amazing experience in Grafton High School, which is in Yorktown, which is closer to Virginia Beach here in Virginia. And so it's not that we don't have really amazing schools, but that's not everyone's experience. And just like parents should have the ability to have a lot more control over how it is they want to make sure their child is educated. But more importantly, from a legislative standpoint, what we're focusing on with with policy champions like Governor Glenn Youngkin, like Delegate Nick Freitas and others, is making sure that we're able to have funding systems that allow for them to not just have a voice and a say in how their child is educated, but the funding necessary to empower them to make those choices. Uh, exactly. Make the, the ability to, to, to weigh in, right, to, to have the opportunity. And that, that's a big part of it. And, and, and let me ask you this. I'm not in Virginia. You are. Uh, you know, Yunkin was front page news for weeks, even after his election, accused of being involved with things even before he was governor, which was kind of funny. But um, how is that going, do you think, in Virginia? What do people think of, of you know, the, the switch in the in the in the 
person as, as governor? Did it change things? Yeah, I think it brought a lot of excitement and enthusiasm, and people were excited to be able to see what having a new uh, new governor would mean. And I think one of the things that we were really excited about here at AFP is one of the first things that he mentioned when he was talking about his game plan for Virginia is he mentioned education and his belief that it's important for us to empower parents to make the choices for their students. And that's one of the reasons that Delegate Nick Freitas and I partnered up to, to publish this recent Washington Post op-ed is to talk about what that actually would look like to have meaningful, transformative change for parents here in Virginia. Again, making sure that the funding follows the student and that no one is held back from their educational opportunity by their zip code or by lack of funding, that we allow for intra-district open enrollment where people can go ahead and choose any school within their district or seek opportunities outside of their district, and that we're able to credit education that occurs outside the classroom. Because although a lot of people do really well in a traditional brick-and-mortar building between apprenticeships or internships, there were so many things that happened during the pandemic where people saw that you can learn in unique, individualized ways, and we want to make sure that that continues as we move forward. Yeah, Youngkin said, my message to parents is... You have a fundamental right enshrined in law by this General Assembly to make decisions with regard to your child's upbringing, education, and care. And we will protect and reassert that right. Hear me clearly. When parents are empowered and engaged, a child's life is enhanced. Man, that's different than, than what we're hearing from the other side. That's for sure. Uh, and it, it it's making a difference. And I do believe, Jacob, that come November of this year, parents are going to be an incredible, powerful Voice in America. Again, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. Again, our big thing is making sure that we're empowering parents and students with the educational opportunity they need. We had three bills that were introduced this year. Unfortunately, they were not able to pass that would have allowed for education savings account. But I know we're looking for 2023 for opportunities. Hope everyone gets a chance to see the new op-ed in the Washington Post. Share that around. Amplify what that is. Visit us at a new vision for the old dominion.com and help make sure that we're able to empower parents with the funding that they need moving forward. Jacob, greatly appreciate it. And thank you for your time here today. Of course. Thank you so much. There you have it. Uh, for you here in Michigan, for those of you living where I do, <clears throat> if you're a business owner, you need to be a member of the Michigan Chamber of Commerce, michamber.com. Uh, thousands of members give you tremendous resources. Tremendous information, tremendous opportunities to ask questions and help you through any question you might have. The Michigan Chamber, michamber.com. If you're a business owner in Michigan, you need to be a member of the Michigan Chamber, michamber.com. This is the Steve Gruber Show.